Thank you for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review, episode 24. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. I think I'm saying the name of this movie right. It's XX. It's not double X. XX? Because the first thing I think of is porn, but XX. So the interesting, I think I know why they named it XX. Ah, okay. It should have been XXXX. Because it was four female directors. Right. So it's from their point of view, which we'll get to that later, but... XY chromosome. So basically, it's a set of four horror XY chromosome. Four stories. Yeah, that's that's what's going what's with the XY. You're right. XX is the female. XX right? is the female. Yeah. Right. That's why they did it. So I'm a dumbass. I was thinking X for each female. Oh, but XX. <laughs> that makes a lot more XX, sense. There you yes, go. Okay. XX and XY. But anyway, okay. so this movie is an anthology of four separate short films. Four four different directors. Right. By four different directors. Right. And I thought the concepts were awesome. The acting was great. I thought it was awesome how they did it. How each director approached everything was awesome, I thought. But I thought it was really boring. And there was no payoff. And there was no connection with the stories. So I thought that would have been... It, it was... It, it, it's funny. I, I thought that the uh, the one that was done by Vincent... Right. Was that uh, the... And uh, Clark. The, the birthday party one? The birthday party one. So that's the one I, I didn't like. Just the one that I did like. It's like, it was not really horroring. This is my note here. Well, I said, not really horror boring 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 it was it was not really horror but what was good about it was like it? a bad music video is how i thought of it <laughs> well <laughs> i don't know about a vi- music this is the video second one. what, the what second i one. liked about it was a the sound effects were excellent i mean and the sound design on it was definitely yes. a step above i'll give you that one and, yeah, for sure. and not only was the sound design good but the editing and how how uh like when you're when you're editing what you're trying to do is uh, and especially recently, you try and step on a moment. Mm-hmm. It, it, um, you play kind of both sides of the moment. In other words, somebody is turning to look at you, and you're trying to get away, and you're trying to get hidden. You you edit it so that they do see you, right? In other, in other words, the timing is off on the editing, mm-hmm. and they do that intentionally because it, it, it gets your tension really high in other words if somebody's looking they look around and they look right at you you let the editing tell the story that they did but you let the story say that they didn't right so so it 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 heightens it gives you a a heightened feeling i think that they did that really well on that because she's trying to carry a guy around (laughs) and 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 he's missing and all these people are coming in the house and through and trip and and that's kind of what they were doing and they were stepping on that editing moment which i thought was really interesting but it, it didn't hit me that way it hit me like a three's company episode where he was trying to hide something from mr furley <laughs> that's, yeah well that's I mean, it, like, it, it, it was, didn't really give me it was attention. humor well it, it was, I was just like, oh, okay. it was humor i i, yeah. I didn't see I, I saw it as as being humorous and and i saw the rest of the films in there is is being a little bit too kind of the stock idea of a of a short yes. film i said it was uh the endings were very ambiguous for the most part right and it's just not good enough to be right interesting it, i thought it was a waste of time actually the it, whole thing. exactly sort sort, sort of <laughs> like can, uh <laughs> what, what did i write the, down i i said i said um uh zoner limits who cares <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean 
and why does it matter if it was directed by women? Because I didn't see any sign that all the female characters were really boring. Yeah, that was like I think that they should have. Um, I think that they could have dumped the three, three of them, and started with the one by Saint Vincent and gone from there. I, yeah. I thought that she did a really good job of directing, and I thought that her soundscaping was amazing. I, I think the sound was good. But, so I think that if they would have somehow connected them. So the narrative would run a whole, all the way across all four of them. Would have been interesting. Oh. I do like the animation in between. Wh- which one of them was done uh, up in Agua Dulce? The one where they're jumping off, off of the edge, right? Oh, don't fall. Well, let's talk about the box first. Okay. We, we talked about the second one. The first one, the right. box. Oh, yeah. I thought it was kind was, of interesting, but the but main there was character. there's no payoff anywhere. The mom was horrible. Yeah. She was, okay, so she was the main character. Yeah, but and she, wasn't she had the no main strength character. for it. Yeah, she wasn't really there until the very end. You know, who, you know who was the most character, the most interesting character in the whole thing was the old man. The old man, on the and bus. we only saw him for a, like a second. Yes, you know, and he had only one line, and, and it stuck with me when he walked off the scene. I thought, oh, we're never going to see him again. He was interesting. That reminded me of kind of a boring. Tales from the Dark Side episode that, right. that didn't have a good ending. Right, exactly. It just That's, kind of suddenly ended. It, it really did, you know? But it was, so it was interesting. Yeah. Like when they start really doing, when they started doing things to each other. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it, was kind of cool, but it could have gone beyond that. Yeah, it seemed like it seemed like it had no ending. Yeah. But, but you know, that's horror films. The biggest problem in any horror film is trying well, to find an ending. Time constraint, too. They only had like, what, a short yeah. time. Oh, so the third one. <laughs> Don't fall. This is what I had. The characters, I, the characters, they're the only important thing in this whole thing. And I thought the acting was horrible, and it definitely, again, was not horror. Yeah, to me. yeah. The fourth one was the yeah. one I liked the most, and I just can't tell you why. I just said that it was, it was just the creepiness of the, the character, the the weird guy. It's like another one of those creepy movies. And what was it about? You know, I can't even tell. These you. are the most. Un- I swear, yeah, the only I saw this. I, I saw this. I I saw this movie. Um, let's see, last night. Yeah. Right. I was perfectly. I wasn't tired or anything like that. I had the same thing. But I, yeah. I, but I gotta tell you something. It didn't stick in my head. No. Not one moment of it stuck in my head, except for uh, her uh, trying to drag that guy down the hallway. I mean, that was about it. I just remember people most unforgettable not eating. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't fulfilling to me either. So how many uh X's would you give this one? Oh, uh didn't I I I, I was I was giving it boxes. Boxes. Okay, yeah. how many boxes? Boxes. Um I'm gonna say two. I, I'm right there with you. I was gonna match how many X's there are. I mean, you, uh, you know, there's a lot of there there sometimes I have noticed, in fact, a lot of people notice this before, but 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 sometimes you can have all the elements of production. Yes, like it was it was a pretty production. It was well done. Yeah. The, the production was well the done. Acting the, was good the, too. the acting yeah. was good. The music was particularly good all the way across. The feel of it was good. It's just like I just didn't care. Was this you a know? Netflix? I can't production? even remember. It. Yeah, it was. So, 
this is this a question I had in my my mind as we're watching some of these Netflix movies now you, and Hulu and wait, all these other ones. You have mind? It's in there somewhere. Okay, it's kind of way back here. All right, a little dot. I'm gonna take your word for it. It bounces around. You can hear it sometimes if it's really sure. quiet. Oh, yeah. Do you have somebody yeah. that you have to trade the brains? They do you do you actually get to use the brain cell? For the podcast? Actually, right now I'm being controlled by the big giant head. <laughs> <laughs> so, Whoa! To reference John Lithgow. Whoa! <laughs> which was William Shatner, by the way. <laughs> so anyway, that was one of my favorite shows. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I was thinking about this as I'm watching all these Netflix movies. They're not controlled by a studio. So there's like no collaborative approach to everything. Director just kind of does whatever they want. They have a budget, but they can do whatever they want with it. Like a little more loose. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is Netflix. why I think Bright could have been better, for example. But not to talk about Bright. But this one, for example, I think would have been better if it maybe had more people involved with the direction things were going in. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but sometimes. Of course, you worked with a lot of people and necessarily didn't work out because yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. You know what? Because you've it, talked about it's, movies it's, like it's, What the Hidden. But it's it's always a crapshoot. And, 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 and I think. Uh, the XX is an excellent example of that. You know, there's there's just sometimes you've got everything lined up just right, and it just doesn't work. Right. I mean, let's let's face it. You can you know, it's not like a studio set out to make a, an Ishtar. Right. Right. <laughs> well, compare this one to the Babysitter, for example. The Babysitter right. was amazing. Exactly. It was actually. Of that was probably all the director. Because he had that, uh, I think he has that vision, the kind of video background, and you know what I mean. See, and, and the thing is, is is talking about the studios and stuff. A lot of times, it scatters the vision. Right. Sometimes a small product. It, it depends. If you get a director that has a very singular vision, Quentin Tarantino, for yes, instance, yeah. would not would never have done well in a big studio film because his singular vision would be argued and argued and argued and argued and argued. John Waters, yes. very singular vision and, and, and only ever made a movie for John Waters. Okay. Yeah. So, you, you, so how did Oliver Stone survive with a big studio? <laughs> well, the thing is, is Oliver Stone is a dick <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it, and he played power well, right? Good point. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm curious to see all these uh, original productions that, since there's more of them now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I love the but, fact they're but, letting them do what they but, want. But not only, not only is there more of them, as much as we complain about uh, with the, uh, the big movies now being uh, adventure films and superhero films because they do really well in other countries. Yes. Yeah. I, it, you know, they better can, than our country sometimes. Well, in the some thing cases. the thing is, is anything that would have nuance that would have uh, uh, social uh, social uh, situations mm -hmm. are don't play as well yeah. overseas. Therefore, we can't spend as much money on them, and and that niche is kind of being taken over by very very low budgets. I mean, those budget, budgets were actually higher in, in the eighties for you know, for uh, socially conscious or, you know, comedies, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's just like what's happening with music is because it's so much cheaper to 
The, the technology has oh, advanced yeah. so much. I mean, you don't need film anymore. Yeah. The cost of Video. film used to be crazy. You use your iPhone you, now. Yeah, that's right. You, you don't have to have expensive equipment, you know. You can go out there with a bunch of GoPros yep. and, and get a clear, clear... Uh, even drones nowadays. Yeah, yeah. even... <laughs> you, well, you know, even the thing is, is you used to use uh, these big, incredible, expensive cranes to get, you know, shots that... You know, you, you do with a two hundred dollar drone. Yeah. Uh, so, I think that the biggest problem that we have is that we don't have distribution onto large screens yes. for yeah. these, you know, lower uh, films. And I think that that needs to be worked out. Oh, I think yeah. that th- if we imagine could, if Netflix met, worked it out, right? Yeah. If if Netflix had a theater in every town. Can you imagine what that would be like? Or just get their movies into theaters. I mean, why not sell to Regal and Carmike and Why not set up your own theater chain? Yeah, I guess so. Why not set up a, a theater chain that that has uh, a distribution that is you know from uh from Netflix or 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 Amazon or you know Hulu or whatever like that or they get together and, yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> whatever, but I mean, you know, They've all of this really low budget stuff. There's a a, a stigma mm-hmm. against putting it on the big screen, so we get the trash that's on the screen. I think this year's a perfect that makes no day. sense. And and the trash because you're talking about Quentin Tarantino who added a, some amazing films, right? Exactly. Of course, well, he had big budgets. Yeah, but still, I mean, he, he yeah, had artistic vision and he had control pretty it, much. Exactly. But there are so many small films that were yes. really good that, that the only way that you're ever going to see them is going to be on Netflix. I'm glad it's you good. said that because we have one that we're going to review on Hulu called Dave Made a Maze. Dave Made a Maze. That's a pretty it's, small budget film. Exactly. Yep. And, and, and I love small budget films. I mean, I like the independent films that yeah. people had to go beg for money. What happened the, in the end of Don't Fall? I have forgotten it entirely. <laughs> I've kind of forgotten the whole thing entirely. Well, you know what? what <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, I have a little story about, uh, uh, really? about where they shot Story time. Story time. It's story time with Mick. 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 They were in Agua oh. for that. Were they? Yeah, that was. You know that before. You know that that uh, slanted rock, right? Yeah. That's the the Star Trek classic. Oh. Remember, you know the 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 monster going around trying yeah. to find salt. The rocks. Salt and yeah, and those rocks, and they had that slanted kind of uh, ethereal mm-hmm. look to them, and that's I see also, James C. Kirk fighting an alien right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it. But also, I, I went up there. Um, we were living in Canyon Country, and I remember uh, a friend of mine saying that uh, they were all set up up there and doing the Flintstones reel, and they had gone up to Agua Dulce. And they had done uh, the the town, right? In, right, so that it's completely surrounded by the Agua Dulce rocks. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, going up there and seeing it, it was so cool. I I have to say, I mean, very few sets that I've ever gone on that I really cared one way or the other. But it actually looked exactly like the comic books. And funny thing, if it isn't years and years and years later, um, I'm going through a period like I used to work on the movies for, um, you know, nine months out of the year. And then for three months, I would just do, like, handyman stuff and go. And I just happened to uh, have a friend say, you know, uh, 
so-and-so needs some help with designing his kitchen or something. And it, it turns out to be uh, Dave Silverman, who actually was one of the executive producers uh, on uh, on the Flintstones. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, that's um, – and he's a good friend of mine. He, he also did the – uh, a lot of uh, he did a lot of TV writing way back, you know, mm. like with Alf. Oh, Alf! Yeah. I used to love Alf. <laughs> he, he did, oh, he did so many of those. Uh, uh, Alf was kind of a dark character, actually. I mean, if, yeah. if you watch it now, yeah. I, some of the jokes well, I didn't catch as a child, I well, catch now. I, I'm sure because Dave is kind of a dark character himself, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, I love Alf. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alf, uh, and he did the Wild Thornberries. Oh, really? I don't know if you've ever. Uh, I've uh, seen that the uh, the cartoon, the Wild Thorn. I've never. I don't think I've seen excellent. it, but I know of it. E- excellent, yeah. excellent stuff. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, lifelong friends. That's awesome. But but that that Flintstone so, setup. There so was does this gentleman so cool. follow our podcast? Or he, if he's you know such a close friend, he should probably follow your podcast. He should. <laughs> Dave, get on it. <laughs> you know what? I, I I'm I'm gonna. I'm gonna get him just just for his own call out here. See, this is where we are. We, we're we're guilting people into <laughs> to listening to us <laughs> and following us. And <laughs> but I love feedback, especially well, from the guy who wrote out. It's, like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> How many Jewish mothers does does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> no, that's all right. I'll just sit here listening to your podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> it was better than my joke earlier. Mm. Hey, I know what we should do. Let's go. Let's get the hell out of here and go review Dave Made a Maze. Let's do it. Okay. Bye. Along with Mick Strong, this is Kurt Thomas with the Dream Warrior Review. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for our show, feel free to email us at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DWReview. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Dream Warrior Review.